This is Real Talk Baseball. I'm Carlos Baseball with me as always. This is Ernie Orange and our special guest, Shui Tui, man. What's up? How's it going, guys? How's everybody doing on Labor Day weekend? Not much, Carlos. You know, if you have a Labor Day special episode for you guys, we just couldn't wait for another day of baseball, guys. So we just had to talk baseball today. Couldn't wait till Tuesday, so we just jumped on tonight. We're excited to talk baseball, and we have a special guest, Chewy. How's it going, man? How's it going, Chewy? Hey, How's uh, everything out there, dude? Man, it's, it's exciting to be on here. Uh, you're absolutely right, Ernie. An amazing weekend to recap baseball. I know I had a lot of fun this weekend uh, hitting up Dodger Stadium, so it was a good... Uh, always good baseball's always fun right glad to be here on with you guys well well t- tell everybody why you like going to dodger stadium this weekend <laughs> well uh i mean I'm, a, I'm an atlanta braves fan and they were here in la for a four-day series um hasn't happened hasn't happened <laughs> right. just play just play go ahead go ahead <laughs> happy, right? All right. uh there you oh, go. Right, right. Right. I believe it's going to be the NL, uh, a preview of the NLCS, right? That, that's again, that's what I believe. But um, it, it's always fun when your team ends up uh, being victorious, right? So it was a fun game. Yeah. What's yeah. up, Tony? How's it going, man? We're going to talk about Diaz right now. We're just introducing everybody into the show. Uh, thanks for tuning in. But uh, you know what? Since we're already on it for sure, let's go ahead and talk about the, the Urias incident. And Chuy, I'm not disregarding what you just said. Um, it was an amazing uh, weekend, and yeah, of course, we're gonna get to see this series again. Hopefully, in the uh, what is it NLCS? Um, if everybody NLCS. everything goes to play, these are the top two teams in NL. So um, we'll get into that uh, in a little bit later. Let's talk about Julio Rias, and this is one of the topics that's going on everywhere. And I want to know your thoughts on this. Like, it's one of those things where you uh, feel for the player, but besides the game and everything else, right? You have to think about humanity, and this is one of the things where you start you start thinking about a man putting hands on a woman. It's 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 you know it's 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 sick. It's sick. That's what it is. So um, I'll let you take over right here, Ernie. What are your thoughts on this, man? Hey, well, guys, uh, with this Julio Rias news dropping this today, uh, you know it's not great for him. It's gonna hurt his contract going forward. I don't see him playing for the Dodgers any anytime soon. Uh, just the uh, Dodgers announced that they're still investigating more news about this, uh, but looks like he's not traveling with the team either. He has this uh, court date till September 27. It looks like there's possibly no chance that this guy's going to be in the Dodgers postseason roster. And I think he just ruined his chances to play the play in the MLB again. That's true, man. Hey, what's up, Jasper? We haven't seen you in a while, man. Uh, big shout out to you. We got some White Sox news and we'll talk about it in a, in a bit, but we're right now we're talking about Urias. So, Chewy, what do you think about this, man? Uh, you know, anytime uh, a player is involved with any type of out of baseball um, news, I, I think it affects. I think it affects the whole team, the fans, the teammates. Uh, I mean, it affects everybody. And and unfortunately for Julio Diaz, he's still one of, uh, I believe, one of the better Dodger pitchers. And um, unfortunately, he got involved in some out of baseball. Um, domestic violence charges here. Uh, I agree with Ernie. I don't think that because of the uh, the standards in the MLB, because of the standards of a such a prestigious team the Dodgers are, I don't see him wearing a Dodger uniform. Obviously, assuming uh, he he is guilty of what he's charged for, um, there's always going to be investigation, and uh, hopefully uh, for him, if, if, if it, that justice is served, is basically what I'm saying, right? But it's it's unfortunate to see this. There's so many young fans that follow up, uh, follow, and look up to these uh, ball players. Um, they forget about that, unfortunately. But what a shame! Yeah, and and it's kind of crazy to me that we get to see like the athlete and get to see all these things, and then he does this, and you're like, man, what do I do? I had a lot of questions asked. Like, I have a, a bobblehead, I have a a jersey. What do I do with it? You know, and it's like. I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> it, you have to go on your own beliefs on what you think that should happen. I mean, like True just said, and this is a really good point, not until it get investigated, and it's not going to get investigated anytime soon. This is going to go drag for like one or two months. So maybe we just saw him in, 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 the, in the Dodger uniform on Friday. That's the last time, right? And um, I was kind of already having doubts, too, because his agent is Scott Boris, and Scott Boris kind of doesn't like dealing with the Dodgers, so... Um, it, it was just one of those things, but unfortunately this happened to where he did something he shouldn't have. 
I mean, like I said, when we when the show started, it's something where you can't you shouldn't be putting hands on anybody, especially your wife, you know. So, uh, I mean, we're all in agreement that I mean he deserves this, right? The Dodgers right. suspended him. It's not the MLB. I think the Dodgers did a good job on doing that, and I mean, I'm happy that 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 like if they're taking measures in their own hand and doing the right thing. And if they do investigate and he comes out innocent, I mean, it's another thing that we're going to have to talk about because now you're you're talking about Osuna. Osuna went through this, right? Chu, you were telling us. That's correct. So he he was suspended. Um, I believe it was a little over sixty games, and um, afterward, it, it, you know, after the investigation, they found out that there was a, a um, what is this called? The white should be around him, basically. Okay. And um, uh, so she was over at his house, and obviously, when the police uh, show up, the footage shows him reaching out, pushing her, dropping her, and that's what they see. But after investigation, they find out that she shouldn't have been there. So it kind of helped them out a lot. Not that we're justifying his action, but again, it was after it was only after investigation that, that he was he was um, uh, he was innocent, right? But uh, again, hopefully, that's the case here. Hopefully, it was a misunderstanding. We don't know much. All we know is that he was arrested out on bail. That's all we have for now, right, unfortunately. Yeah, and my only concern with Urias, guys, is that, you know, he's going to be suspended by the MLB regardless of what happens. And yep. it's, it's the season's coming towards an end already. We're in the last month of baseball. And the Dodgers, the way he's been pitching this year, he's been so inconsistent this season. It was kind of questionable if the Dodgers were going to go for that long-term contract after all. Yeah. If they yeah. look like they were going with the younger guys, Emma Sheehan and Bobby Miller, they're going to roll with those guys going forward. So I didn't even after this season, I didn't see Urias coming back with the Dodgers anyway. Was it so because now, of Scott Boris? Maybe. <laughs> and the question is now, like, now with this scenario going on, he's not coming back. And now it's going to come up to, like, what team decides to sign him, knowing his, like, the luggage he's bringing in with him. Yeah, and it's his second offense. It's the second time he does this. It's not the first time. So his, um, what do you call it, uh, his suspension is going to be a lot longer than what it was the first time. Um, so we'll see what happens as, uh, news develops, but yeah, we have a show to go. And, uh, that was the breaking news for today. When I saw it in the morning, I just wanted to make sure that everybody got the news. We posted it on Instagram. We posted it on take on uh, TikTok. We posted it on Twitter, which is X now. Um, so even threads, right. Uh, we did, yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, everywhere we, we had, uh, social media, we posted it so we can keep everybody updated. And as soon as, as soon as we get more news, we'll talk about it on this show, of course, and we'll post it on our social media. But we do have a, sh a good show for you guys today. Before that's that um, little breaking news, we do have series recap. We have Dodgers Braves because that did happen this past weekend. It was a four game set. We we're talking about uh, Braves favorite to win the World Series. And I, we have a Braves fan to talk about what are the things that could damage the team or help the team in the long run it's the last month the phillies are they going to surprise us again is that something that we need to worry about the guardians are do they still have a chance we'll see i mean today's start they didn't have go so well for giolito so we'll see what happens there and then four-way tie in the nl wild card i think it's a three-way tie now i think the giants just lost and that's going to be surprising. That's going to be, we'll talk about tiebreakers and stuff like that. We'll play a little bit of trivia with Chewy. Uh, we'll talk about the 1995 World Series Braves. We'll have him name 10 players, or should we do a little bit more? Go ahead and put in that on that comment. And then we'll do the did you know at the end of the show. If you're on here right now, I do see seven people. I would like for you to comment on us and give us a like. And if you don't like the show, you can go ahead and hit that dislike and let us know what we can change from it. If you haven't subscribed, you can go ahead and hit that subscribe button and hit that bell because it does remind you when you hit the bell when this show goes on. We do have a Friday show, too. That's a fantasy. If you're going to reach that long, uh, what is it, that championship uh, fantasy team, make sure to log in for the Friday show. But let's get started. The series recap, we'll go with the AL. And Ernie, you want to go first with the AL or should we do NL first? Sure, man. Let's go do AL first. There's not right, that many go. games in the AL this week, but yeah, man. <laughs> I'll go ahead and put the standings up. <laughs> For sure, man. So the first game we had was the Angels and Athletics. The Athletics swept the Angels over the weekend now, and it's looking like the A's are no longer the weakest team in the American League now. So oh. now the Royals are the worst team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of an interesting one right there. Now we have the Red Sox and Royals. The Red Sox took two, two out of the three games from the Royals this weekend and catch themselves five and a half games back from the last wildcard spot. So they still got a chance. The way the Rangers have been playing lately, anything could happen. Then we had the Tigers-White Sox. The Tigers swept the White Sox over the weekend. 
And AJ Hinch is just doing a great job as a manager out there. He's coaching up these young kids and finding ways to win. And then though this weekend, the Yankees and Astros went at it, a rivalry that's been forming over the past years. And the baby bombers, the young kids from the Yankees, they called up these young guys, Austin Wells and Jason Dominguez called the Martian. And they went ahead, went ahead and swept the Astros this weekend, which is kind of shocker to people. And it gave life to these new Yankee fans. The Yankee fans are like, we should have been paying these guys all along. So, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting to see the Yankees swept the Astros this time of the season. And then following that was the Rays and Guardians. The Guardians won two out of three games against the Rays. And they're giving themselves a chance in the AL Central. I know they lost today, but after last night, there were five games back. And, you know, they went ahead and made some moves. They signed some players from the waivers from the Angels. Seems like they're the, in the Cleveland Angels these days. But, hey, they're try, giving it a try out there. They're trying to win as well with Terry Francona. Mm -hmm. And the last game of the American League was the Twins and Rangers, two teams that are currently in the postseason mix. And the Twins took two out of three games in Texas. And it wasn't until Texas last night decided to win with Adales Garcia hitting a home run in the ninth inning after striking out four times. So the Twins still took the best out of the Rangers this weekend. Yeah, and what's going on with the Rangers, man? I just don't see them playing good baseball. You have the Mariners that are playing good baseball, and you have Houston playing good baseball. So Texas needs to watch out if they really want to make the playoffs. I think the Blue Jays are the ones that are behind them, right? Right, and today, this weekend, uh, this week, they have the Rangers and Astros are in the middle of a series right now. The Astros just ended up winning today. So the Rangers catch themselves a half game above the Blue Jays for that last wildcard spot right now. So it's going to be interesting. We're looking forward to how this is all going to turn out. Yeah, let's give them some uh, some applause for that. Yeah, hey, Carlos, we got some comments out there. You want to check out yeah, those comments? Yeah. yeah, let's check it out. Let's check it out. So uh, we'll go with uh, Javier first, uh, and then uh, what's up, fella? Sucks for the Dodgers. Got to deal with another of these issues, dude. We are cursed. Man, it sucks, but, I mean, as looking at it, like, as a, as a fan and as a human first, I mean, they got to do what they got to do. You can't just, you know, hit anybody, get in fights or uh, act up outside the baseball field and expect to play every day. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens. And thanks for uh, jumping in, uh, Javier. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, we have uh, Ryan Reyes. You want to take this one? Uh, yeah, uh, Ryan Reyes says, oh, sorry, Trey, you want to go? I guess I could say this one. What are the Dodgers yeah, going to what are the Dodgers gonna do with Julio's domestic violence charge? We're going to use in young guns, Miller, Stone, Pepia, and Sheehan for the playoffs. Man, so I really, be... I think they're going to go with the more experienced guys first. I think they're going to go Kershaw first. Yeah. Uh, their second pitcher in the postseason, if Walker Buehler comes back to normal and after giving a couple starts, I think he'll take that two or third spot. And then you're going to have to ride with Bobby Miller after the way he looked so great over with the Braves this weekend. You got to go with Bobby Miller. And then that Lance Lynn has to be your fourth starter. Yeah, just because of the experience, and then I think Emma Sheehan and Stone have to be your like bullpen guy, long relievers, just in case anything goes bad. Don't forget that Bueller is out in the in the minor leagues, and he pitched two innings yesterday. He struck out two. Uh, his velocity was at 94, 95. Uh, it was okay, but he is coming off of his second Tommy John. I don't think they should rush him back. But this type of things, when when you hear things happen to a player he gets injured he gets involved into a domestic violence dispute or things like that that just kind of rushes the the top office to get players back into the field and hopefully they don't do that with Bueller because I feel like Bueller needs time look what happened to Dustin May he rushed them back and he wasn't ready so now he's injured and I mean <laughs> these are the, the guys that, are, that, are, that we're going to depend on you know moving forward because these are the young guys so um <laughs> With the playoffs coming, I think uh, young bucks are going to get some playoff experience, and uh, this yeah, is man. the time to do it. This is the time to do it. So, uh, good question, man. Good question. Let's go to the next one. We do. Uh, you want to take this one, Chuy? Let's see. Uh, the Gutierrez Sheik said they won the battle, but they don't want win the war. Hey, listen. <laughs> I, I I kept saying that he he looks familiar. He sounds familiar. But one of the things <laughs> I've been saying is the Dodgers Braves. It's almost becoming, um, uh, I mean, it's almost becoming something norm for us to see in the NLCS, NLDS, NLCS, right? It's just we have two great ball clubs. And honestly, the Braves are the hottest team in baseball right now, but the Dodgers are right behind them. And and listen, it, it could go either way, right? There's still a whole month of baseball. We're, we're forgetting that. So numbers can change. Um, not only that, you know, the Dodgers have been in the playoffs for the last few years and uh they, they bring they bring a very very strong ball club so for sure they're not out um we'll be all right trust the young guys hey i believe it 
uh, Miller yesterday. He shut down the Braves. Uh, the, the guy did an amazing job, I thought. Uh, maybe did one, two mistakes, and they got a run. No big deal. He still got the win, right? So I think I think uh, the Dodgers have a pretty, pretty solid young guns coming up. I do agree. Yeah, and we'll get into that once we finish our, our recap. And I know everybody's like, let's talk about Dodgers-Braves because that was a big series this weekend. And trust me, we do want to get into that because <laughs> that's one of the main topics. But we want to get through this little uh, uh, recap before we go ahead and, and, and talk about that. Let's just go through the NL standings. Uh, not NL standings, sorry. The NL recap, weekend recap. So we did see the uh, Giants versus the Padres. The uh, Padres took three out of one. Um, Padres fans are getting a little excited about this, which is really cool for them because they've won three in a row. And they had they have a game today against the Phillies. That's going to be a pretty good matchup. You have the Marlins play the Nationals, and the Marlins took four out of four out of those. Uh, they took four in that series, which is what we expected the Marlins to do because they were kind of slipping a little bit. You have the Cubs and the Reds. That one they split the series two to two, and the Cubs are pretty much taking off with it a little bit. You know they have they're up three and a half up on the on the Reds, which is really good. So. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, you still think the the Cubs are coming to take that division in the Central, uh, Ernie? Hey man, we still got a month, man. We still got thirty games left. If anything can happen. I'm yeah. going to be surprised if it does happen. Cool. We got the Mariners at the Mets. The Mariners took two out two out of three on that one. You know they still in first place, so we'll see what happens as the season keeps going. You got the Phillies at Brewers. The Brewers took two out of three on that one, and that one was a pretty good series as well. Brewers still in first place, as you can see in the standings. Um, so we'll see what happens as the season goes on. You got the Cardinals and Pirates. We still have to talk about them, even though they're eliminated. <laughs> the Pirates took two out of three out of that one. You got the Blue Jays at Rockies, and the Blue Jays need to keep up, just like Ernie just said earlier, that they're only a half game behind um, the Rangers. So this is good for them. They won two out of three out there in Colorado. And then you have the Orioles and D-backs. And this one was a pretty sneaky um, uh, series because the Orioles did take two out of, out of the three, but it was a pretty good series out there. The Diamondbacks are, are fighting to stay in that in that front runner as a, as a, what do you call it, as a wild card. I know you have the Phillies, the Cubs, and then you have the, look at that, you have four teams. And this is early in the morning. Now you have three because it changed and we didn't, we're not talking about today's series. But you have the the Diamondbacks still playing good baseball. You have the Miami Marlins playing good baseball. And then San Francisco Giants, for some reason, I don't know why they're there. And then Cincinnati, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're keeping up. So we'll talk about the tiebreaker on that one. So And then you at the end, we do have the Dodgers and the Braves. And we're finally there, guys. We got to the, the series that everybody wants to talk about. Uh, it was a crazy one. I love that. Everybody was into it. Everybody was talking about it. And uh, I mean, what can, what else can I say about this series? I know the series didn't go didn't go the Dodgers' way. That's why we have Mr. Chewy here because he's a he's a he's a Braves fan. <laughs> yeah, so you guys were both at the games, right? So Carlos, yeah. you went to the Friday game. Yeah, and I think Chewy. What games did you go to this weekend? I was there Thursday and Sunday. Thursday and Sunday. Thursday and Sunday. Oh, man. So you got to see a, a W and an L, which is not bad. But, hey, look. You got I to see got a Grand Slam. Damn, <laughs> you got to see dope. the Grand Slam from Acuna. So, hey, the he broke the record, right, with that one. Record-setting Grand Slam. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you, know, I, you know, I was telling my buddy that I went with, I said, I don't know, I got so into him, watching him stand up there at the at-bat, that I completely forgot to record. Not until everything was done, and I was like, why didn't I record? But I thought, you know what? I'm at the ball game. I'm at the stadium. You know, it's 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 the experience that you live and and you just you don't forget those things. So I was grateful that I was there. It was a heck of a shot. I bet, I bet. And and the, you being a Braves fan, and of course him hitting that 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 bomb, a grand slam off of Lynn. I'm gonna say Lynn because he gives up a lot of home runs. Why did he have to pitch? I just feel like uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna say it. I know every Dodger fan wants to say it, but I feel like. The Dodgers were more, more like, I'm going to test what's going on with this. Let me let me test out pitchers. Let me put these guys out there. Let me see what they can do. And uh, I'll leave them out there as much as I can. I'm not saying that they downplayed it because that's not what happened. They're up on the division. They already got it won. 
Um, it's happened the years before where they hit September and they start slowing down. They start hitting different hitters out there. They start throwing different pitchers. They start bringing up different players. Colton Wong, if you didn't know that the Dodgers signed him for a minor league deal, they brought him up and he hit a home run that first, first at bat as the Dodgers. So, like they're trying out different things. They're trying to experience, you know, one of the, the questions that we had earlier was, are they going to go with the rookie? So yeah, th that's, that's what it looks like, but you still have a lot of guys in the minors that are coming up that are, that are older guys. And we'll see when that goes on, but hey, I don't Carlos. know if that's the same feeling you guys got. No, I, I definitely agree. Carlos. I feel like Dave Roberts every September during this time of the season, he starts putting players here and there. He starts to start building his playoff rosters. This is where he's going to yeah. see who am I going to play back in October, like in the future. Like he's looking who goes with this guy, who goes plays better with this type of pitcher. And he's just all this analytics and he's so great at it. And that's why the Dodgers are always doing so great in October. Yeah. And, and the stats, man, the stats that they have, they have on each hitter. Um, I mean, Chewy, wh what do you see with the Braves? And, and that's the, 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 the deep question here. Like, did you see this series kind of playing out to where, okay, the Braves did play, the way they always play, and that's really good. And do you feel that they kind of were testing out as well or they were just playing their game? Well, I'll tell you what. One of the things that I did notice that uh, that I, I believe I paid attention to was um, the Braves just had a three-game series prior to L.A. at Colorado against the Rockies. Now, I'm not downplaying the Rockies. They're still a professional MLB team. Uh, but when you have – in the forecast, the Rockies and then the Dodgers, you're gearing towards the LA Dodgers, right? Now you yeah. gotta get through the Rockies first, but you're looking ahead. So that that's exactly what the Braves did over in Colorado. They called up two new pitchers and they threw them against the Colorado Rockies. So they can have Max Fried, so they can have Spencer Strider, Bryce Elder, and Charlie Morton ready on the go, right? Um, yeah. So I, I think that that the that the the Braves and the Dodgers, I, I, this is what I believe, as, as you both said, the, the Dodgers and the Braves are both ahead in their division, and this is the time where they want to test it. But I still believe that that the Braves have a red hot Phillies team right behind them that they're still kind of like we don't want to let go, we don't want to let go yet. Uh, yeah. But I do believe that in the near future, when they do take that that leap, and the division is 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 in the bag. I believe the Braves will do the same thing. It's, it's a matter. The players need some rest, right? We, we we have three ball players that have played all 130 plus games, so they're made out of flesh just like we do. They're going to need some rest eventually. So I saw yeah. that. I saw. Yeah, and then not only that, they're trying to get the best record in the in the whole league. You have the Baltimore Orioles at 85-51. You're looking at the NL. You're looking at the 90 and 46. What is that? Uh, five games. Five games. Up front, five games in front. So it's a little bit of a cushion. You know, it's not a huge cushion like they want to have. But uh, I, I get where, where it's coming from. And then you're looking at the Phillies, too. The Phillies are not no joke. They're playing good baseball right now. You're 15 games ahead, which is this is done. You, you guys have it. But I think they're chasing more that that World Series home field advantage throughout the whole playoffs. And why not? Why why not do it? And if they're playing good baseball, do it. They matched their pitchers to uh, to face the Dodgers. I don't think the Dodgers did that because they didn't show Kershaw this year to the to the Braves. And I feel like Bobby Miller was one of those things where okay, let's let's pitch him out there the first series, which he won. He was he won that that game, and then let's pitch him out on Sunday to see if that was a fluke or not. You know, so he pitched really well yesterday, and that's going to be a really good matchup. So. We might see Max Fried or and Bobby Miller or Strider against Bobby Miller, and that's gonna we're gonna be in for a great pitching match if they meet up in the playoffs. Because Dodgers are well known to be to to be a good choke artist when they get to the playoffs. So, uh, I mean, as a Dodger fan, it sucks to say it, but it's the truth. It's the truth. And and we go to the playoffs, we expect so much good things, and then we get there, and then poof, this happens. The playoff bracket is different, so we'll see what happens. Um, the next question. Is are the Braves the team to beat, and who can beat them out there? I mean, we already saw the Dodgers couldn't do it this this weekend, but who's the team that can beat them out there? And if you don't have one, it's okay too, because if the Braves are the the team that that are going to take it all, you can say that as well. We'll start with you, Ernie. 
you know what? To start the season, I clearly said the Braves were the clear favorites to win it all. They have a roster from one to nine that could just play so much better than any other team out there in the MLB. Their pitching is pretty up there. Their rotation is killer. Spencer Strider's out there trying to win the NL Cy Young. That guy's just striking everybody out. You know, this team is its built to win a championship. So I don't see anybody stopping them. I don't see any hot team coming out there. Nobody in the American League is going to get them. I, You could just say the Braves or Dodgers are the top two or the Phillies. But the way this roster is built this year and the way they know they lost to the Phillies last year, guys, like I'm pretty sure that the Braves are going to have to do everything in their power to beat the Phillies this season, no matter how hot the Phillies come in. Yeah, and the Braves do remember that the Phillies beat them. I remember when the Dodgers beat them and coming back from the three to one. Sorry, Chu, I had to say it, but they they did beat them the next series, the following year, and then they won the World Series. So, I mean, it, it's it's things that happen. You remember those type of things. They're like, you know what? Coming into the playoffs, I'm not gonna let the Phillies get get one runner on, and if they do, I'm gonna try to get a double play and get them out of the field as soon as possible. Oh, uh, so Chu, you being a Braves fan, do you agree with with uh, with uh, Ernie? <clears throat> I agree. There's only one thing that I didn't agree with Ernie. He said the Braves are, are built to win championship. I, I want to add an S to the end. Championships. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? uh, no, but uh, it, 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 all joking aside, I really do believe uh, the Braves, as you mentioned, they have a very young squad. Very young squad. And, you know, their defense, their pitching, their offense, it's very hard to find a weakness in that team. Uh, they are human. They will make mistakes, right? They're made out of flesh too, but but they're, they're rolling red hot. And, and if I see any team stopping the Braves from winning the World Series, I have to say it's the the, the, the Dodgers or the Phillies. That, the Dodgers or the Phillies. All right. Dodgers gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> the Phillies do have, uh, do have six games this month. So that's going to be a good uh, a good what's to come if they make it to the playoffs, the Phillies. So I'm excited for that, too. When are, are they playing? The, oh, well, that's the last month, of course. I was going to say, when do they play them? But they play them in September. This is the last month, of course. <laughs> and someone else corrected yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> Ernie uh, Hoyle said uh, championships uh, with S. So, um, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, once it once uh, that series starts, uh, we do have Jamal. What's up, guys? With the Julio news, do you think Ryan Jospril gets thrown into the starting rotation? It's not a bad idea. It's a good trade for the Dodgers. I remember them trading them. We were like, why did they get this guy? Well, right now is why they got him. You know, they got him for for long relief. Um, and I don't think he shouldn't be the the fifth starter if it comes to it because I feel like he's gonna have to get some innings in, and it's. Only, what, three, four weeks left of the, of the regular season. He needs some innings in, and I'm pretty sure they're going to start doing that. They're going to start preparing for that that push and maybe even become the third starter because you have Kershaw, Bobby Miller, and who's going to take that third one? Lance Lynn? You know, it's going to be a a, fat, uh, a fight for that one. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's a really good uh, take on 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 that. Uh, there, John Josbro is going to be probably the number five. Do you guys think so? Or you know, he's a big time inning eater. That guy will yeah. just go in there and eat up innings and just keep throwing and throwing. And by the time you know it's the eighth or ninth inning, you're like, what the hell, this guy? And you know, would it be surprised if Dave Roberts goes a little bit more analytical? Starts with a bullpen guy to start the first or two innings. And then just let Yarbo finish it off. And, yeah. and he's been known to do that with the race and something that he's very used to. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. You, you know, hey, what's, something yeah, crazy. Go Sorry. Uh, something crazy that, that, that I thought would happen when uh, Giolito was put on waivers, I for sure thought the Dodgers would scoop him up. Being that he's a native, I don't know why I saw, I was expecting the Dodgers saying, hey, they picked up uh, Giolito from waivers. He's a very good. Uh, I believe he's uh maybe not having the best year of his career, but he's a, a inning eater. You know what? I yeah. think the Dodgers did try, but I think the Guardians just beat him because it went by record base. So yeah. it went based on the worst teams had the first shot, and then it went to right. the best teams, which obviously the Dodgers were going to be the last choice, right? Because right. of the record, the record wise. Yeah. See, it kind of sucks having a good record because then you kind of have to, if you want a good player, right? Let's say you want to pick That's him right. up. You know, and and you can't because of the record. Like in situations like these, unfortunately, like you, you kind of look at those things and we're like, man, it would have been great to make another trade, but you didn't know this was gonna happen. This is unexpected. Look at Otani. Uh, I think he just got scratched off his uh, the lineup today. 
So um, right. I feel, I think it was an oblique. I, uh, I'm not sure. So um, yeah, it, it just, things happen, dude. Things happen and it's, it's, it is what it is. We have another one from Jamal. After today's start, I think the Dodgers were smart not to pick up Jolito. <laughs> Jasper, if you're out there, man, uh, what's going on with Jolito, man? He was a White Sox. Is that is is that a is that why they let him go? Or any White Sox out there was being the White Sox weren't performing at all, man. Uh, did you guys hear uh, uh, Aussie uh, talk about the the White Sox that he was he he said that he cursed more at the TV than when he was coaching. <laughs> i don't know if that that's a that's a uh i should have put the video i just didn't have time sorry guys i, I should have put it on here but um yeah it's it's a thing where where the dodgers are gonna have to face uh the truth when yeah, playoffs yeah. start so we'll see what happens with well, that. it looks like jolito gave up nine runs today to the twins yeah so. yeah yeah so Want to take this one? Yep. Yeah, go, go for it. It looks like Ryan said, yep, bullpen game and yard bull and Bueller to close it out in the later innings. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, yeah. Bueller's coming off an injury. He could go two, three innings strong, bring that fresh arm into the game. And, you know, it's very unhittable. I know his speed is not like what it once was, but he has the location and, you know, he could throw his pitches wherever he needs to. Yeah. And, and not only that, I feel like in the bullpen, I think he'll do good and they can still take care of that arm. And, I mean, it, why not, right? If he's throwing location, you can do that. Yeah, Jolito isn't what he used to be. Yeah, man. Sorry, Jasper. We had to bring that up. I know, like, the White Sox is your team, and you feel like they should have taken – we've been saying it, too. We've been saying that the past two, three years, they had a team, they had a built, but it's just, you know, it's not what it looks like on paper. It's what they can do out on the field. So uh, we'll do. we'll leave it at that, man, because – uh, I know you're you're kind of feeling a little bummed out that that they're not going to be able to go to the playoffs, but maybe next year, or I think they're going to look into rebuilding the office as well. I think next year. So, uh, good luck on that one, man. I, I a hope lot of changes. A lot yeah, of changes, a lot of changes are coming. Yeah. And I think they also, meant, they also mentioned Jasper that they want to move locations, possibly. The possibility. Really? They what? Yeah, they brought From that Chicago. Out there. Yeah. Wow. They want to leave the South Side, so they're probably thinking of going somewhere else. All right. Chewy, we got a slide for you right here. And this one's an Acuna, man. And you were talking about it. I want you to express your feelings on this one. Woo! All right. Uh, <laughs> some feelings behind this, right? You know, I I, I I I love what Barry Bonds did for the sport. You know, home run, home run king, right? As much as it hurts, right? Being that Hank Aaron was the home run king for a very long time. But, you know, uh, Barry Bonds had a 20-plus year career. And you look at what he did, and we look at he, he did exceptional numbers. And we look at a comparison from Barry Bonds and Ronald Acuna, where they where he stands right now. Now, Barry Bonds, as you can see on your screen on this image, we're talking about a little over 3,000 plate appearances. Ronald Acuna has just just shy of 3,000. 3, and that's because... If, if we go back to 2020, uh, 2021, he had that season-ending knee injury, right? He had to have surgery, which I don't yeah. know what they did to the ligaments, but they made this guy faster, right? Stealing bases. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I'm not yeah. saying go get hurt, but they repaired this guy and then some, right? Yeah. But if we look at if we look at the numbers, I mean, if we look at the first 3,000, I think they were what they were doing this, what, what Stathead did is they based it off the, the first, their first, 3,000 plate appearances, we can clearly see that Acuna is uh, beating uh, Barry Bonds in hits, in home runs, in RBIs. He's one shy, as of as of when this stat was put out, he's one shy of stolen bases, but he had a couple here in um, in LA, so that, that brought him up, right? Um, he's, he's beating him in, in batting average, uh, on-base percentage, slugging, OPS, and champion, I mean, championship. So you like to compare numbers, right? We're in a in a stage in baseball where it's all analytics, it's all numbers, and we think, man, this guy has done this in his first three thousand at bats. Assuming he stays healthy, assuming he stays on top of the ball, that he's seeing the ball and he's hitting the ball as he's doing. I mean, this this home run on Saturday that that thing left the bat at one hundred and twenty plus miles per hour is just insane. Right. Yeah. And assuming he's having fun while playing baseball, 
it's scary to think, man, this guy is going to do some amazing things just by comparing with Barry Bonds, right? Yeah. And, and Barry Bonds, we know, has the most home runs with 762, if I'm not mistaken. And we think, wow, this, this guy's up there. So I, I came across this and I thought just, just comparing first 3,000 at-bats and, and they're comparing them to Barry Bonds, man, it, it, it's just emotions started sparking. I said, man, the Braves got a good pickup in Ronald Acuna. And they, yeah. they picked him up for peanuts, right? They, yeah. they paid him peanuts. But the guy loves baseball. The guy was grateful that he gets to play baseball. And the guy's just showing showing what he can do. And, I, and I'm and i just, I mean, wow. I'm glad he's on our team. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that, hey, man. So Let's he's your it. MVP, right? He's so you MVP? have him as your oh. MVP, right, Chewy? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> at heart, I have him as MVP, yes. But here's the thing. It's gonna it's gonna get down to to it's gonna go the, the race is gonna finish all the way to the end. I, I Betts is doing great things. Freeman's doing some good things, um, but but I believe because of of what he's been doing, leading in hits and stolen bases, I think that Acuna is gonna is gonna snatch this MVP at the end of the at the end of the season. Damn, that's good. That's good. But um, so this is a question that everybody's gonna be asking: like, why Barry Bonds? He was on steroids. And this is, you know, before steroids was, I mean, was even mentioned on Barry Bonds. So <clears throat> do you think he's going to be the 70-40? Because it looks like it's, it's still a month of baseball. 70-40, can he do it? 70 stolen bases, 40, 40, stolen, uh, 40 home runs, Ernie. Dude, if this guy does that, Carlos, that would be impressive. And I think it's a record that would never be broken, if you ask me. <sighs> I agree. You know, we talk about baseball and these records that are unbreakable. I think 40-70 is one of those unheard of, and I think nobody has ever talked about. And if Acuna does that with, you know, 30 games left and eight home runs left to go, man, that would be one of the greatest accomplishments in baseball history. That would be dope if he does it because we'll, we'll get to witness it. And I know, True, you're, you're going to say, yeah, he's going to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has eight home runs to go, uh, seven stolen bases to go. I think it's definitely doable, and twenty plus games that are left. And um, you know, I think that aside from three games that the Braves have, um, and, and I'm not undermining their their schedule, I'm not disrespecting any MLB team. Uh, mm-hmm. They have six games against the Phillies, three against the uh, the Cubs. I think. Uh, uh, the Braves do have uh, the, the Nationals coming up. They have the, the Pirates coming up, the St. Louis Cardinals starting tomorrow. So I think uh, it, it, it's going to be, I, I believe it's something that's very doable. Based on how Acuna played this weekend, I think that if he keeps that momentum, that mole going, I think it'll be doable probably within half the time expected. And I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be blow this guy up and praise this guy more than than what he is but the guy's a phenomenal baseball player and he, he's just he's just seeing the ball right now he's on it dude I've, I've seen uh acuna i saw him on friday and i don't know if you guys ever heard me talk about barry bonds when he stepped up to the plate and he was hearing those bombs but every time he stepped up to the plate i was kind of like man here we go again he's gonna give up a lot of runs whoever was pitching doesn't matter it could have been freaking nolan ryan out there if Barry Bonds was stepping up to that plate, I knew he was going to do something. This is how I felt with Acuna on Friday. Every time he stepped on it, on that plate, on that batter's box, it looked like he was going to do some damage, and he did. He hit that ball super hard on, on Saturday, right? Was it Saturday? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, Saturday. Saturday is when he hit it hard. On, on Friday, he hit a bomb too. So, man, this guy is just amazing. He's seen the ball good. He's doing what he was expected to do. And he's taking the Braves to a different level of baseball. And, you know, you have a good cast with him. Almost everybody from one to five, I believe, have 30 home runs. I think Albies is only two two home runs away from that. Yeah. And, man, they're the best baseball team right now. And you should be proud of that, man. Every Braves fan should be proud of that. That's, that's something to to uh, celebrate. So um, whoever is the team that beats them, whether it's the Phillies or the Dodgers, if they get a chance to try to beat them, then that's, you know, then we could be talking like, yeah, they beat the best team. But from right now, that's the best team, and and I mean, whatever whatever it takes to beat them, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna happen in the playoffs, and if it doesn't happen in the playoffs, they're gonna be the world champs. Well, well, playing good baseball. Who's playing good baseball in the American League? And I don't think we've talked about the American League enough in this show, and I, I do want to talk about that. I know we didn't have it on the topic, but 
the the Mariners are the Mariners the team to beat in the American League for you guys? Because that's who I'm picking. If the Braves are going to the World Series, it's going to be the Mariners uh, going for uh, their first title or their first appearance in the World Series. Hey, now I still think the Astros are, are still the favorites, Carlos. I, Carlos, something looks wrong with your mic. But uh, yeah, I still totally think that Astros are the top team to beat. They are the champions for a reason, guys, and they're not to be forgotten about. Even though the Mariners are coming in hot, the Astros still has a lineup out there that could compete with any team out there and still could compete with the Braves if they have to. So for me, it's still the Astros. And the way they beat the Rangers today looks like they're the, still the best team in the American League. No, I can't hear you. No, it looks like Carlos, you're muted. There we go. <laughs> yeah, Carlos, where you going, man? <laughs> My bad. I don't know what happened, dude. All right, so you're picking the Astros. I picked the Mariners. Chewy, who you got in the American League? Well, look, I, I, I'm going to be the tiebreaker, right? Um, uh, Joel, <laughs> Joel almost beat me to it, the Astros, right? But I, be, I believe because of the experience, uh, because of – I mean, they, they just have a solid team because of the experience. Uh, defending champions um, have three World Series appearances in the last, you know, five years. I, I, I think I'm, I'm going to go with the Astros. Uh, Jasper Detroit. Yeah, Jasper Detroit was my, my second pick. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit has a long way to go, man. They're still rebuilding their team. They're waiting for Miguel Cabrera to retire this year. So we'll right. see what happens with them. Moving forward next year, maybe I think they're they're good. They're gonna be good in 2025. Hey, they're doing much better, man. AJ Hitch yeah. is coaching them up there, and he's I think he's doing a better job for the young kids. Yeah. And you know what? Right. You guys are are right. The experience with the Astros is it, it, they're gonna be a good team, no matter what. Whoever whoever the Astros, you know, whoever comes into the Astros, they just become good players. They just got Verlander. Uh, back onto the Astros, which is a good thing. Uh, but for me, I'm more of like a Cinderella story type, you know, uh, team. And I feel like the Mariners this year, I feel like they got the experience last year. They they tasted that defeat. They didn't like, they didn't score any runs. They didn't score a lot of runs. And I feel like this year they're going to do something different with it. And um, they could win the division. They win in the division. That, that, that says a lot. You know, it's 162 games season I'm, and you know i'm kind of we'll curious see. how the, the mariners will face the dodgers next weekend so i'm kind of curious how the dodgers will do with the mariners and test the mariners out there how they out. test how they how they you know yeah that's right that's right and it's not that's coming yeah. next week so um that's going to be a good series uh we do yeah, have more topics yeah what happened yeah go for it go for it if, if i were to go with a cinderella story i think i would go with uh the team you have on your ball cap there the orioles the orioles before before yeah. the mariners i i, I believe it yeah, I know so, that's Jamal's team out there. So I know Jamal's a big Orioles fan. And, yeah, that's a, definitely a Cinderella team. And it's been an interesting team how great they've been playing. The rotation has been very impressive. So don't be surprised. I mean, you did win the best division in baseball, which is the AL East. And that's the thing, though, with the Orioles. I feel like they're going to be a little bit exhausted playing so many close games with a division rival because everybody in that division is good. We've always said that the AL East is the hardest one to win. And it doesn't guarantee you – going to the World Series because you played so many teams super hard all year. It kind of, you know, makes you tire out as a, as a year. And and it's not one of those things where we're just forgetting about the Orioles. We're not. We talked about the Orioles in previous shows that we, they are the top team and they're the top team in the AL. Why not talk about them? But I just feel like they're going to run out of gas. They still haven't run out of gas yet. And maybe they can prove me wrong, and I want them to prove me wrong because I, I do like that team. There's a lot of rookies on there. I do want to see a different team go to the playoffs. And that's the thing with me. I like to see different teams make the playoffs. I don't like to see the same teams unless it's the Dodgers, Braves. And and I, I see these teams all, all, all the time go to the playoffs. Uh, you see the Yankees go to the playoffs, which we're not going to get to see this year. You know, we're going to get to see the Orioles now. We're going to see the Rays, maybe the Blue Jays. You know, it's going to be exciting. Maybe the the, the the Rangers. So that's going to be exciting. But I am still picking the Cylindary story, which is the Mariners. For me, you guys are picking the Astros to win that. And we'll see if uh, if that does match up. Whereas the Mariners, Braves, or um, what is it, the other ones? Uh, Astros, Braves. Or maybe Astros, Dodgers again, 2017 um, rematch. That'll be, that'll be dope. Uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be tense. 
I'll be calling off of work, Ernie. So, because <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be too tense. I wouldn't be wanting. I'm gonna be like, Ugh. like I don't want to watch that. But yeah, it is what it is. Imagine if that happens, man. That's gonna suck because I, I just don't want to lose to the, the Astros again. Uh, all right, let's keep moving. We do have another topic we want to talk about, and the Phillies the, are they going to surprise again? We've talked about all the the AL. Let's talk a little bit about the the NL, and let's not talk about the Braves because we're all picking the Braves to go all the way. But let's let's see the Phillies. They have picked it up lately. Um, ever since they cheered on uh, Trey Turner, it seems like they took a different approach uh, at the plate, and he's doing a lot better. The team's doing a lot better. Even Bryce Harper is doing a little better. And um, are they going to make it all the way? And uh, and we'll we'll start with you, uh, Chewy. Ooh. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> find all the way. All the way. <laughs> all the way so may, <laughs> I mean, I think he wants to say, "Well, they get past the Braves." Let's go. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Uh, this is what I do believe. I do believe that that the uh, the Phillies uh, are going to play two teams over five hundred this this month, the month of September. So I think they're they're walking into the playoffs red hot. Um, I, I believe that that is going to happen. Now, I did mention earlier, one of the questions was, are the Braves taking it all the way? And I thought, yeah, if there's two teams that I believe can beat the Braves, it's going to be the Dodgers and the Phillies. And and unfortunately for, for you know, the Braves, the Phillies are going to play just two teams that are over 500 this month of September, one being the Marlins, the other being the Braves. So it's going to be a good six-game six um, uh, series, three and three, uh, between the Braves and the Phillies this month. And, and I think that we're going to see a lot um to what's to come for for the playoffs so do i believe that the phillies are are uh making it all the way no because i believe the braves are going to win but i do believe the phillies can beat the braves and i'll leave it at that you know what i i gotta agree with ryan every time i do see phillies highlights they're just doing great and that's exactly what's going on if you ask any phillies fan right now on twitter they will tell you they're going to win it all like they believe they're going to go back to the world series again they feel confident. They just beat the Braves, the same kind of Braves team last season in the NLDS. They feel confident they could beat them one more time. And, you know, with right. the way Trey Turner's down their lineup and Bryce Harper has finally got his timing back after that injury. And you add Lawrenson after throwing a no-hitter, the rotation's looking much better out there with Ty John Walker, Lorenzen, Aaron Nola, Sack Weeder. And these guys are just doing so great this month of August that the team is rolling with hot confidence and they have – the ability to beat the Braves if they really want to, but I just think the Braves are going to be the better team out there just overall. And I'm not sure if the Phillies are going to get tired because, you know, with this new playoff format, it's kind of interesting how it works now. The wildcard teams will play, and the Braves will have that time to rest. Like Tree mentioned earlier, the Braves players have been playing all season, so they're going to have those three, four <clears throat> days off to get rest and get ready for the Phillies team when it comes time. So what happened last year – the Phillies did beat the Braves, and then you had the Padres beat the Dodgers in that series because those two teams were waiting for the momentum teams. I, I'm going to call them momentum teams because you do pick up momentum in that three-game series. You you have to win two out of those three to get to the next you know spot in the playoffs. So I, I kind of don't like the number one, number two getting rest because – Baseball is a game of repetition and keeping playing. If you have the momentum, why not keep playing? They're going to be off five days. Those five days is a long time away from baseball, from seeing a 95 and above fastball, right? And and if you're not used to seeing that every day, you're going to kind of slow down. And that's what happened last year. Um, and, and we'll see if it takes effect again this year. Maybe they're going to prepare differently this year. Uh, but we'll see if if, like, if it takes to where – the Phillies get to the playoffs and they do pass to the to the AL, I mean the NLCS, and they do beat the Braves. And then over here on the other side, whoever plays them, the Brewers, let's just say the Brewers play the Dodgers and they get to the next stage, then it's going to suck for the first and second place team. No one's going to want to take that anymore because it even happened in the AL. It just didn't, it didn't just happen in the NL, it happened in AL too. So five days is a long time. Um, I don't agree with the playoff bracket that is set up that way. Maybe they should have a three game set with all of them kind of like they did in the pandemic. Um, I think that'll help out, but, uh, we're not, we're not anything with NLB, but if they were to listen to us, we're fans. Uh, why, why not, uh, implement it a little different because, uh, you do have your team winning the whole season and then for them to, to like 
take five days and then some other team that has momentum to take your team out sucks. So, right. I mean, and then I feel like baseball is a different sport with the timing. I feel like in football and basketball, the rest could help you. But yeah. when it comes to baseball, the timing of hitting the ball, that just throws you off with five days of rest. <clears throat> yeah. Jasper just said uh, Phillies, Orioles win. So, uh, Olds win. He thinks the Olds wins. Win. Olds, Olds win. So, is that the World Series? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty so, sure. <laughs> that's what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go to the next topic man and i think uh this one's gonna be a little bit uh we talked about giolito in the, in the beginning so the guardians still have a chance do they still have a chance and i'll go ahead and put this banner up here so we can see the standings and this is the standings from earlier it wasn't it wasn't from today's uh wins and stuff like that giolito really sucked it up today he really didn't do so good and the guardians picked up a lot of players from the angels right ernie Right, they picked up two more bullpen guys, Ronaldo Lopez, that comes from the White Sox as well. It's a great pitcher that throws over 100 miles, a great setup man. And also Matt Moore, a great lefty reliever that's a pretty good pitcher out there. And, you know, so I feel like Terry Francona is trying to do his best to beat the Twins. They are facing them this week, and, you know, they just lost today, but they have two more games. And if they finish this two-game series following up, and they could come back and be four games back. And there's still a lot of baseball left, and the Guardians still have a chance. And there's – Totally a chance. There's totally a chance. So if they have a chance, do these guys have a chance over here in the NL? And I just put up, um, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and put the, the Cincinnati Reds. Can they still win the division? They're six and a half back of the of the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. You think they can still win the division on that one? No, I think it's a little too late now. But I definitely would like to see them in the playoffs. They're a very young, exciting team out there, you know, with Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McClain, and Christian Carnacion, and I don't know his last name. It's such a long <laughs> last name. But, man, these three guys are out there. You know, they're young kids, and they just don't seem to be scared to be there at the big moments in the game. So I'm really hoping out of this four-way tie that the Reds definitely make it. It'll be great for baseball. And, you know, just see a new younger generation be in the game and getting tested for playoff baseball and the playoff atmosphere will be fun for the MOB. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with the Guardians. Uh, and they still have a chance, as Ernie said. They're uh, five and a half, and hopefully if they do take two out of the three in this series, they'll be back four games or well, five games, right? They'll be five games back. So they're still in it. There's still a little bit of time. Uh, let's go into the next topic. And this topic, I kind of feel like um, a lot of people don't know what a type, the tiebreaker it is between all these divisions. So the tiebreaker, when these things happen where you have four teams, five teams fighting for their one spot in the playoffs, they go off a base off record. This year they're going off base record matchup going head to head. The previous years they used to throw a, a what do you call it, a, a coin toss, and they used to play that extra game, that 163rd game, which happened in 2017. No, 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 no. 2018 thing happened to the Dodgers where they play against the Rockies and they had that 163rd game to win the division. <clears throat> and then the Rockies won the wild card on that one. So this year, what they're going to do is whoever has the most uh, wins when they go head to head, it's going to win the division. It's going to win that playoff spot. So you okay. have four teams on here, Arizona, Miami, San Francisco, and Cincinnati. So they, all of them go head to head. If they finish, you know, with the same record, you're going to have two teams that are, Gonna gonna stay at the end, and they're gonna play that 163rd game. Whoever wins that will take the last spot in the playoffs. So they have to. If let's say the Giants didn't do so good with all those three teams, they're obviously eliminated. Then the next team, whoever didn't do good against those three teams, is obviously eliminated. The last okay. two teams standing will play that 163rd, which is kind of different from other years. I know other years they've done the 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 coin toss. They're still gonna do the coin toss to see who gets home field advantage. It's not going to go head to head, so um, it could change. It's not set in stone. MLB hasn't set it, you know. But as of now, that's what they have. It's and, so interesting to see four teams being tied. Yeah, you yeah. Know, what if this was to happen in the last game of the season and four teams end up being tied for that last spot? That would be cool. That would be cool because it's that's that's more baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't mind more baseball, but now I, I question this: like, should we just add two more teams to each um, league and make it an eight-team playoff team? Yeah, and that way, that way you don't have the number one and two seats sitting down for five days. Yeah, and, and I agree with you on that because I think that'll be really dope if you do that because you do have other uh, states and other countries, potentially countries, to join the MLB. 
Um, that's going on for Manfred. I believe he's they're due to do talk about it in 2025, I believe. Okay. So um, if they do decide to go into the eight bracket playoffs, they're going to bring more two, two teams or more, I think. So that's why I think the, the move for the ace to go to Las Vegas is really important for the MLB, but so they can realign the divisions. Remember, we were talking about it in one of those one of these shows that if the the A's do move to Las Vegas, they will belong to a different uh, what do you call it division, and there will be four team divisions now. Um, so uh, yeah, and they just like I said last show, they just filed to be relocated. So uh, MLB hasn't approved that yet. There's no update on that either. So um, there's a lot of news for baseball, man. And with playoff coming up, it's gonna be exciting. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but playoffs is one of those things where when that hits, I feel like it's like a holiday. And <laughs> sure. you, know, it's, you know, for people that don't watch baseball as often, uh, they're going to start tuning into more games coming forward. And, you know, the playoffs brings a lot of fans out there that don't really watch baseball because there are a lot of people that don't have the time to watch 162 games. But they're just like, you know what, when it comes October, it's kind of getting cold out there outside. The winter's coming. I'm just going to stay home and watch some baseball. Yeah. Yeah, and we're in football on Sundays, yeah, which football starts on Thursday. <laughs> All right, let's go into this one, and this one's a trivia, and this one's directed to Chewy. And uh, we didn't get any comments on here, so you got luck. You're the only 10 players from the 95 Atlanta Championship Braves. Can you name 10 of them? And um, there's no timer on here, so I'm pretty sure you can make it. Chewy, can, so can, can, can you name me some players that I wouldn't know, like some not the most popular ones? Because <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. I was three years old when the Braves won, so <laughs> 1995. So I need to know, like, you know, I already know the Glavins, I already know the Maddox and the Smokes, you know. But uh, all right. well, how about we go to how about we go to the uh, to the game six? Uh, oh, game six! Series, right? Lineup. All okay. right, right, and we take it from where should we take it from the pitcher? Cat. I mean, lineup. Yeah. How should we do it? Let's take it from the pitcher. Let's take game six pitcher. Uh, pitcher. Yeah, who was pitching that game? Uh, man, Tommy Glavin pitched the gem, a one-hitter. Wow. What? Wow. Eight strikeouts, one hit, one-hitter game to, to Tony Peña, who was a – I don't know if he's still a Yankees coach now, but he was with the Yankees for a very long time. So Tommy Glavin. Um, Got Tommy one. Glavin. <laughs> All right. All right. So catching uh, – you know, uh, well, here's one, Eddie. Uh, uh, I mean, Ernie. We had a uh, Eddie Perez as a catcher, right? He wasn't the starter, but Javi Lopez was the starter, right? That's three. Then we, <laughs> three. We go to first base. We had a crime dog, right? Just got inducted into the Hall of Fame, Fred McGriff. Yeah, four. Right. Four. Uh, second base. Uh, the Braves had Mark Lemke. Damn, I remember Lemke. I don't know. <laughs> you remember? Oh, yeah. Mark Lemke. Mark Lemke. I remember him. Good cat. Good cat. Um, third base, you mentioned them. Uh, Chipper Jones. All right. That's All right. What is that? That's six. Uh, I lost count. That's six, right? Six. 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 Yeah. Six. All right. <laughs> uh, shortstop. Shortstop, actually, Jeff Blauser started. Um, but that, uh, that, that season, uh, injuries. And then Rafael Belliard, which is one of my favorite Braves. Wow. Rafael Belliard. So right, we'll leave it at top. seven. We'll leave it at seven because this is too easy for you. We'll leave it at seven. Go for it. <laughs> so let's see. Outfield, uh, outfield. Left field, uh, Ryan Klesko was wow. a fielder. Right. Uh, Marquise Grissom caught the uh, 27th out of the 1995 World Series Game 6. And rookie of the year playing right field for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, actually, my favorite, my second favorite Brave, um, David Justice, hit the, the home run that game. Nice. <laughs> he got him, man. Tell us a little bit more about the, these Braves, man. There was a, a lot more players on left on the bench, I believe, that were really yeah. top-notch players, too. Um, right. You yeah, I mean, tell, give me another their, one. Just their pitching squad. I mean, <clears throat> uh, Greg Maddox, John Smoltz. Remember lefty uh, Steve Avery, right? Our closer, our closer, uh, Mark Wallers. Mark Wallers. Um, I remember one of my favorite uh, 
one of my favorite catchers, I kind of liked him more than Javi Lopez was Eddie Perez, but you know, Javi was still more Mr. Consistent, right? Jasper said Klesko was a beast. Yeah, Klesko was a was a beast. Yeah. Right. He he got sent to to left field. Uh, I, I think McGriff was a very solid player um as well. Um yeah. and, and I think the Braves were pretty stacked up then as they were now. Like they're pitching. I know we I think we talked about this, Carlos. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, if the Braves were that good, how come they didn't win many more World Series? And yeah. then I said, I know why, because they had the Yankees, who was a a, a better stacked team, right? But um, you know, <laughs> if, if we see, let's look at baseball right now. We have teams that are really stacked, and you know, they don't even make it to the World Series. So I I, I take that one World Series uh, win anytime. Yeah. I was only ten years old when they won it, by the way. So I remember watching. Um, you know, my dad bought me the VHS. We still remember what those are, VHS videos. Right? Yeah, I, had to I think some that. of these people know what VHS. I think we're in that age group. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I had to rewind it just to watch it. And that's how I I remember just kind of going through the whole entire uh, season in a breakdown. Um, you know, the Indians won, I believe, over 100 games that season. And yeah. uh, I think going into the World Series, they were not they were favored to win. And the Braves came up on top. So that was that was awesome. And Man, I was in Mexico really by when I saw this. Really? And I always tell my dad. I'd always tell my dad about it. I hope you remember that you were at my uncle's billiard shooting pool, and I was there sitting on the couch watching the Braves win uh, Game Six. <laughs> Mexico, that's good, way, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's good, dude. That's crazy. You remember all the starting lineup, and I'm pretty sure you know the starting, uh, uh, the hitting order, and everything. You know the bench players who was coaching. All that stuff, I bet. I know Bobby Cox was the coach back then, um, Bobby which Cox, is yeah. yeah, which is kind of why the Braves are are back into the mix of how they're playing because I feel Snick, Snicker is still has that Bobby Cox mentality, and that's that this is Bobby mentor. Cox baseball. Yeah, right. That was his mentor, right? So Snicker um, uh, has been with the Braves for forty years. Damn, that's so, a long time. Forty <laughs> years ago, that was Bobby Cox era. So this guy, if you look at him. He coaches like him. He walks like him. He he's like a like a like a clone of Bobby Cox. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Well, that this was uh, a trivia, and, and Chewie got all ten right. We should have gave him a little bit harder one. We should have said who was the the team that the Braves beat. But you know, I'm pretty sure he knows that. Uh, as, as he, he knows, knows all his Braves stuff. All his Braves history. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even more, not just the Braves. He knows a lot of baseball about anything. Just like you, Ernie, you know a lot about baseball. And that's the thing, dude. Let's, that's our show. Our show is about knowing about baseball, the history of it, you know, recaps, what it reminds us of. And and, and that's that's the beauty of this. And when we have questions like Jasper, we have Ryan, we have uh, everybody coming on here. That that just makes the show a lot better. We can't we appreciate you guys getting on the message board and putting it out there. Um, we do have a did you know? Um, I'll go through it a little bit fast. Uh, do you guys know why they put the twenty one in back of the cap for players? No, actually no. don't. No. So the twenty one they put. Yeah, just recent. No, I think they've had it already for a couple of years. I think I think Kershaw has the twenty-one in back of his hat. Uh, you have um, Justin Turner; he has the twenty-one behind his his hat. <clears throat> so, um, do you guys know? No, not at all. All right, so you know the big twenty-one was from Roberto Clemente and what he did back in the days when he uh, he died in a plane crash and he was trying to help people in Nicaragua because he was taking supplies and, and food to them. And then, and then doing that, he got in a plane crash. So he was helping people out. And what, you know, MLB did to recognize that, they started to, you know, look at players that help out the communities and help out whoever's out there that is in need. And you have players that do that. You have Kershaw, like I just said, and you have Justin Turner. And you have all these other people, I believe, um, uh, the old guy, he's with the Padres now. Uh, dang, I can't remember his name. Um, he pitched today too, Rich Hill, you know, he has that foundation and all this stuff. So, you know, it, <laughs> you're laughing because they're like, old guy, <laughs> old guy, you got me. I'm like, wait, yeah. he's been, <laughs> hey, he's been, he's been with, with 15 teams. So if you're doing the immaculate right. grid, you know, that that'll help out. Uh, we already had that show, but we'll do an immaculate grid next year, next week. If you guys don't, don't mind. But yeah, that's that's the reason why they do it, and that's the did you know uh, that twenty one just represents that you're helping out people and nice. you're giving out to the community. So if you see that twenty one on the hat, 
that guy's doing something outside of baseball, which is really appreciative because there's a lot of people in need, you know. And what better way to recognize someone with that Roberto Clemente um, award? And and they do get that trophy and they do get that 21 in back of their head. Nice. Um, we we reached that point in our show. I wish we had more time and we we're over the hour, but we'll give our last takes. Uh, we'll go with you, Ernie, and uh, on the first one uh, before we log off. Well, first of all, thanks everyone for tuning in. You know, I know it's Labor Day and a lot of you guys were out there traveling, but we appreciate mm-hmm. you guys for stopping by and listening. And for those that are going to watch the show later, make sure you tune in every Monday. We're here at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Western time, Pacific time, I mean, but we're happy to be here with baseball news and try to give you all the best information out there for the MLB. Sweet. All right, Chewy, your last take. Uh, thank you guys for having me again. It's always awesome to, to just power hour, baseball power hour, right? It's always <laughs> good. Hope you all had a safe and fun uh, Labor Day and can't wait to jump on with you guys. Thank you, Ernie. Thank you, Carlos. All right. All right. Well, from all of us here at Real Talk Baseball on Carlos Baseball, this is Ernie Orange and Chewy Tui. Shoy, I can't even say Shui Tui. <laughs> Chewy <laughs> signing out. All right.